Hi everyone, this is Dan Johnson and you're listening to Left of Center. Left of Center is a podcast which airs on KBOO FM's website. That's at www.kboo.fm. You know, when I began my podcast, Left of Center, in January of this year, I emphasized the need for each of us to be the voice of resistance in this ongoing struggle against the alt-right. I want to reiterate that same challenge today. As of this airing, number 45, has given us 19 reasons why we must maintain a loud and diligent voice of resistance. And you know, the scary thing is that these people pose as large a threat to all of us as number 45. And I'm speaking about the cabinet that he's surrounded himself with. You know, when we come back, we're going to talk about these people and some of the reasons why we need to be very concerned. But before we do, we're going to start with a little bit of music. We'll be right back.
Wow, that's a good way to start, isn't it? You know, 19 people have been confirmed by the Senate to encompass Trump's cabinet. And we're going to talk about these people during the course of our little get-together today. And we're going to start right now. There are 19 people confirmed to Trump's cabinet, and the first that was confirmed was Mike Pompeo. Now, there was one sad note about that. Pompeo was confirmed by the assistance of 14 Democrats. Otherwise, it might have been a bit tighter of a race. But why those 14 Democrats confirmed him, I have no idea. I think that we would really need to look into that a little bit further. I know I raised the question before. Director of Office of Management and Budget uh, is Mick Mulvaney, and it's been obvious that Mulvaney is going to be a simple voice, a continual voice of Trump policy, and, and I think he's somebody that we have to really be careful of, somebody that really needs to... Uh, uh, have a have a rain put on his activities. Anyway, ambassador to the United Nations, if you don't know by now, Nikki Haley, former governor of South Carolina, was appointed by Trump to the uh, United Nations secretary and, um, boy, oh boy, oh boy, ambassador rather, excuse me. She is a through and through solid Republican. It just adheres so much to the Republican ideology. To the Environmental Protection Agency has been Scott Pruitt confirmed, obviously. But you know, one thing we need to realize before we, before we go on is some of these uh, appointees like Scott Pruitt and a few others on the cabinet that we'll get to have one agenda in mind, and that is to eliminate these cabinets and their existence as a part of the government structure. Uh, and so many of these are needed and very important. Now, Scott Pruitt is one of those people. He is a staunch conservative and uh He's going to do everything he can in his power to uh, help bring about the demise of his new appointment. Uh, and that's kind of funny. Uh, the EPA, and, and he has been on record as saying that he is, uh, does not think that global warming exists and that it is a threat to all of us. So we'll be right back. We're going to take a break. And you know 
Well, there's a fever that's running rampant across the country right now. It's the voice of resistance, and that voice of resistance includes you and I. Thanks for listening. This is a Left of Center, a podcast that is uh, featured on KBOO's website, kboo.fm. Look us up and give us a listen. We would appreciate it very much. We're talking about the 19 cabinet members that circle Trump and his new administration. Department of Agriculture is Sonny Perdue. He was just appointed within the last week. Uh, He's the former two-time governor of uh, Georgia. And uh, I'll tell you, another thing that you need to look at is look at the number of people on the Trump cabinet right now that are from the South. It really gives you pause for thought. Department of Commerce, Wilbur Ross, another Southerner, and uh, he's he's just really got things uh, uh, all riled up. And there was some question about some of the things that he was involved in prior to his uh, being appointed. And I think there are a lot of people in the new Trump administration that are finding themselves in that same vein. Department of the Interior, Representative Ryan Zink of Montana, Uh, He's fairly new to Congress, uh, but he is a staunch conservative, 
And uh, the thing that uh, apparently, according to the New Yorker, that uh, Zinc uh, thoroughly impressed Donald Trump Jr., who highly recommended Zinc to the cabinet post, I think one of the things we have to look out for is uh, Zinc's action towards uh, the environment and uh, how the uh, U.S. Forest Service is going to operate in the future. Here's one that we all need to worry about, Betsy DeVos, uh, Department of Education, And there was some talk, one of the things she would love to do is to eliminate the Department of Education, but moreover, she would love to start destroying our public school system and doing away with it, and that's just not acceptable. That's not workable. She has never been in education. She does not know how to teach. She does not know how to administer. She is a charter person uh charter charter schools is her only involvement and she's done that strictly from just the sidelines and she's got a lot of money in her pocket too department of transportation elaine chow uh here's the thing that we've got to remember about elaine chow i think her biggest threat is that her husband happens to be senator mitch mcconnell from kentucky and he is the biggest pain in the neck that you'll ever find. I, I think that a lot of what Elaine Chow does is, in her administration with uh, the Department of Transportation, is going to be with a lot of input from her husband. Next, the Department of Labor, Alexander Acosta. He is fairly new. Uh, But from what we can learn, he's extremely uh, conservative, uh, deep Republican ties, and um, somebody that we need to really be careful of. Now, I just realized there is one that I missed. Where did it go? There it is. Uh, Director of Veterans Affairs, Dr. David Shulkin. He is the only holdover from the Obama administration. And he did make it confirmed with some Democratic support, uh, and he is supposed to—he's—he's he's supposed to be a guy that's got pretty good chops. We're going to take another break. We'll be right back, uh, and we'll talk about the final group of nineteen. Can't 
the great pretender uh and we have him in office for four years oh but we can hope for the best too all right we're going to finish up on this list and uh we could spend a lot of time talking about all of the others department of energy is going to be run by former texas governor rick perry i think he's proven to us that he is totally inept in his job Department of Housing and Urban Development, Dr. Ben Carson. Uh, I think that we have some worry there because of his extreme conservative uh, views uh, and need to really, really be worried about that. Department of Health and Human Services, Representative Tom Price. He is a big uh, proponent of doing away with uh, Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act. And I think that we have to really ultimately be concerned about his input within the cabinet. Here we go. Department of Homeland Security, retired General John Kelly. He's got over uh, 40 years service experience, uh, which probably gives him the experience that he needs for a job like this. Department of Justice, Hmm. Senator Jeff Sessions. You know, if there's one big thing that we need to be concerned about, it's the uh, fact that Jeff Sessions is extremely anti-LGBTQ. If there is a person on the cabinet besides Vice President Mike Pence, it's Jeff Sessions and their zeal to want to roll back all of the strides forward that uh, the LGBT community has experienced uh, over the last eight years. Department of Defense, General James Mattis, um, he seems to have some de- uh, some support from the uh, Democratic Party. Uh, he seems to be pretty level-headed and one of those people that uh, has thus far been able to keep uh, Trump in line or close to it. 
uh, Department of the Treasury, Steve Mnuchin, extremely wealthy, wealthy, uh, got his money on um, and in the stock market. Somebody I think we have to watch and be careful of. Uh, and finally, Department of State, Rex Tillerson, former uh, chief at Exxon. He's a guy that uh, is supposed to have had some ties to Putin and uh, some really uh, questionable things that he has done thus far. I don't think he has shown a very strong nor leadership, uh, uh, a shadow of leadership that needs to be exhibited around the world. I think he's gone uh, flat on a couple of issues. He needs to be brought back into tow. Well, you know, as we draw closer to Mr. Trump's first 100 days in office, we must keep sight of the fact that these people are shaping the face of today, tomorrow, and the years to come. If we don't like what we see and hear, it's our responsibility to continually raise our voices of resistance. For Left of Center, I'm Dan Johnson. Thanks for listening.